You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right. Logic Unleashed. You are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast, and I am Mike. I hope you're doing okay. You know, I always want to know how you doing. How are you doing? Are you doing all right? Let me know. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on any of the socials. DM me, PM me, IM me, all of that. You know what I'm saying? I want to know how you doing because I care. I really truly do And I hope you care for me too Let's just keep it 100 You know We want people to care about us right Yes we do I want to affect the world positively Which is why I make this podcast And for all of you That support Message me That listen Follow, like, share and subscribe Thank you so much For doing so I really truly do appreciate it like a lot like like with all my heart for real but I hope you're doing all right out there this episode this episode right here is not for everyone okay I just I want to share that up front straight up because the title you really can't tell what I'm about to talk about so if you stay ready you don't have to get ready. Now that could be applicable to a lot of things, but what we're going to talk about today is something pretty, pretty serious. It's about being prepared for things that are unexpected. But before I go any further, I just want to say this episode is not for kids. Not that many of my episodes are really. I try to stay away from profanity because I'm just not a profane man. But it does have its place. It does have its use when I need to add that certain emphasis. You know what I'm saying? Cussing? Cussing has I mean, it has its place, right? It's, it's bad. Supposedly, right? It's a bad word. The late, great George Carlin did a skit about it. Check that out if you get a chance. This episode, like I said, is not for kids. But a lot of my episodes, you know, you can listen to in the car with the kids, especially if they're distracted, looking out the window or on their electronic device. You know, I might drop an S-bomb, F-bomb, whatever. But the content is really not something that's going to catch their ear. They're going to be into, even though I still don't advise listening to it because I deal with a lot of adult content. And I still rate all of my episodes as adult or explicit. There's one exception out of my over 100 episodes now, uh, and that's the episode with my young son, which a couple years ago, he was seven at the time. I just told him, you know, yo, you're almost in your double digits now. You're just a few months away. We got to do another episode. He said, yeah, he's been wanting to do one. I said, yo, come on, dad, let's do another episode. So I want to sit down with him and do that because I love my son. I love, um, (laughs) I just love, I just love him. So I just want to, you know, sit down and talk with him. So... It's definitely time to do another episode with him. But the most important thing is this episode, I want to be very clear 
is not meant to scare anyone. I'm not trying to panic or alarm anyone. So it's important for me to preface this episode with that because some people are more sensitive than others. So if you are sensitive, if you are easily frightened, or prefer not to think about things that can be interpreted as alarming, then please listen to a different episode of mine. Um, check out Vegan versus Carnivore, or Why Do You Believe What You Believe, or even the episode We Just Had Sex, one of my most popular episodes. My wife was on that one. Um, those are many other episodes of the Mike's Opinion Podcast consist of much lighter subject matter than what I'm going to tackle today. But listen. I feel this is important. I feel this is important now more than ever with things that are going on. If you listen to the episode prior to this one, I talked about some good things. I talked about some bad things in terms of information we receive, the news, social media, friends, associates, work people, just the information that we take in. Humans are drawn scientifically to bad shit. I don't know why. I'm not one of them. I could never see a bad thing in my life again, and I could be perfect. I could be fine. If it was Shangri-La, if it was Utopia, and everybody was happy and healthy and vibrant and communicative, and, and, and everyone lived for everyone else, and we shared this world naturally, and we lived with the land, and we ate nothing but, you know, Fruits and berries and nuts and, 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 and vegetables and we cared and, and it was just utopia. It was just heavenly. Sadly, wasn't born into that world. Historically, we've never been that world to my knowledge. Doesn't look like we're going into that world. In fact, it looks like we're going Another direction. So I wanted to say that before I even got started with the app. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to be clear. So if you're sensitive, check out another episode. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to panic you. I'm not trying to frighten you. I need to be very clear about that. Now let's go ahead and get started. First, I want to say thank you again for listening to everybody around the world and the world is listening. I love it. I check out my analytics. So I just want to say hola. To my, to my Spanish people. You know what I'm saying? To my Portuguese people. Hola. Bonjour. To my French. Guten Tag. To the German people. Salve. To my Italian. Ninhao. I don't think I'm saying that right. Ninhao. To my Chinese people. Assalamu alaikum. To my Arabic people. Kanichiwa. To my Japanese people. Annyeong haseo. To my Korean people. And drash to it to my Russian people. And just hello to everybody out there. Shout out to all the people out there in the world. Now, my reason or reasons for making this episode is simply to make you aware. You say, yo, Mike, aware of what? Do you know something's going to happen? No, I do not. And I hope and pray 
and put out positive vibes that nothing does happen. But you know the old Boy Scout model? Be prepared. That was the old Boy Scout model. And the Marines model, which the main one is Semper Fi, which is Latin for always faithful. But they also have another model the Marines do, and that's improvise, adapt, and overcome. Now, the things I'm talking about being prepared for. Let me just ask you this. September 11th, 2001, commonly known as 9-11, when we were attacked, when the World Trade Centers fell, that day buildings I have been in, I can't even count how many times I've been in. I had a little part-time job as a messenger delivering, you know, packages and letters and whatever. And I've been in the World Trade Center, I can't tell you how many times. One World and I... And those are the addresses. Anyway, um, and all in the buildings all around there. But the Pentagon got hit, planes crashed, we shut down air traffic. Was that a surprise to you? Hmm? Did you know that was coming? No, right? Some people supposedly did. I've watched a few documentaries. If you just, I almost said the word, I'm not sponsored, so I try not to say no corporate names, but if you use a search engine to search for things like was 9-11 planned, things of that nature, did anyone know about 9-11 before it happened? You know, if you search those kind of things, you'll find documentaries. There's one in particular. I'm not going to say it though. I'm not going to say it. I probably should, but I'm not. But it really broke down and got into what some would refer to as conspiracy theory. But if you, you know, conspiracy theory, right? There's a movie called Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson. Once again, not sponsored. Please support the show. I'm not saying anything that, you know, nobody's paying me to say anything on my podcast. I'm still commercial free and I hope you appreciate it. But we're called the mainstream, right? We are the general population. There are people and have been for a long time and organizations outside of us that control most of the shit that happens. Anyway, you know, I digress, but without going too far into it, I'm just going to say. I do not rule out the possibility. That people knew that 9-11 was going to happen. The vast majority of us woke up that day in shock. I was in a relationship with a girl and our lifestyle was, you know, I, we didn't have a nine to five. I had already been self-employed and we were asleep. And my ex, she called me and she said, are you asleep? I said, yep. She said, get up. Turn on the TV. The World Trade Center is gone. And I said, what? What are you talking about? And I turned on the TV and I stayed glued to it on the phone, getting a fast, busy signal while I was trying to reach all my people in New York. Go back. Pearl Harbor. Surprise attack. 
You go back further, the Trojan War with the famous Trojan horse, the Battle of Lake Trasimene, the Battle of Medway. There's so many surprise attacks. These are man-made war attack. We're not even going to, or actually we are, going to think about what they call natural disasters, earthquakes, asteroids, volcanoes, hurricanes, floods. These things, then there's disease like pandemics, which we're in now, which the numbers are going back up again. New variants are out. And like I said, I'm probably saying this several times. Listen, relax. Do not panic. Do not be alarmed. But we have to be. It's best, I'll say, if we are prepared. Because January 6th is another thing that unless you was in them circles, moving in those circles of people, we didn't know what was going to happen. It was a surprise to me. Civil breakdown, civil unrest, societal breakdown. If a reason happens that we lose electricity, even in a city or state or the country, you know, I can't stress enough to you how being prepared can literally be a life or death situation. Recently, the Georgia Guidestones were destroyed. If you don't know about the Georgia Guidestones, just a little brief thing about them. They were made by supposedly a guy named R.C. Christensen, which was actually a doctor and organization back in 1979. And they had these 10 line items. Of course, you know, people compared it to the 10 commandments because there were 10 line items. Politically, there's a line drawn in the sand. The GOP and Republicans are against it. Everybody else is not. And they they were written on these four very large 19-foot stone slabs and in eight modern languages and in four dead languages. So, check them out. Like I said, they no longer exist. They were on my list of things to see because some people said they had certain properties about them. They were also an astronom- uh, astrological calendar as well. And they had these mysterious messages to humanity. And I'll read some of them. One of them was maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. This is one of the things that was on the Georgia Guidestones. So instead of the 8 billion people that we have now, which some argue is way too many people for planet Earth, we're going to deplete our natural resources, water and food. Primarily, we're already having a lot of problems obtaining shelter here in America, where I live, and where the majority of my listeners live, even though a lot of people listen all around the world, the vast majority are, are United States people, are Americans. So, 
when I look at that, and this is one of the problems Republicans, you know, they, they claim that they're against, but less people on the planet Earth seems like a good idea. Now, I'm not talking genocide or, or, you know, something drastic happening to get rid of a lot of people, even though it's happened before. A lot of species, you know, just the dinosaurs were wiped out, right? Another thing on the Georgia Guidestones was guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, which kills the GOP or the Republicans argument that it's about race because it said diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Wouldn't it be great if everybody spoke the same language on the planet? No matter where you travel to, even though some of these accents are sexy as fuck. Oh, man. Y'all know, yo, listen, y'all know who I am. I love the ladies. I'm married. Yes. Different kind of situation. So I'm allowed to roam. Even though I don't. But. Love the ladies. And growing up in New York City. And also having traveled abroad. I have met some women with just talking to them. It isn't even an accent. Accents are very sexy. But I've just talked to women with certain voices that just attract me greatly. I'll just put it like that. And then you add those accents. It's just sexier. It's even sexier. Even a southern draw, you know, these things attract us, you know, people with accents. So uniting humanity with a living new language was also on these guidestones. Anyway, I'm mentioning the guidestones because they were recently bombed just last week. And immediately, supposedly because they were became unsafe, they were demolished quite quickly. They were in Georgia, of course, named the Georgia Guidestones. I don't know if you know what's going on politically in Georgia, but uh, let's just say there are some disagreements in Georgia. I wasn't expecting that to happen. There was nothing I could do to be prepared for that to happen. One of the reasons we are not attacked more, we being the United States, is logistics, basically. To the east and west of us, we have the Atlantic and the Pacific, respectively. So we got oceans. You can't sneak up on us. Right? To the north and south, we got friendly countries, Canada to the north and Mexico to the south. So it ain't easy to really get at us. Just like what's going on in Ukraine right now, the the whole European area, they're all close together. They're land borders. They don't have no oceans or nothing. You could just roll up on somebody, which is what Russia's doing in Ukraine right now. Russia said, we want that land. We want it now. We want it back. So, specifically what I am referring to today is being prepared for the unexpected. I am still preparing 
gathering when I can afford it. Little stuff here and there. What I like to have a shelter built into the side of a mountain with about 30 levels deep, deep underground with air filtration systems, water filtration systems, and about 140 years worth of non-perishable food items. Yes. Yes, I would. But guess how much it cost hmm, to obtain a modern day's Noah's Ark such as that? Insane amount of money. Millions, if not billions. So what can we do? What can we do to prepare ourselves against social unrest? Because can you imagine... I don't know if you've been paying attention to the January 6th hearings or learned anything about any of the organizations. It was supposed to be a whole lot worse that day, January 6th, 2022. There were bombs supposed to go off. There were major leaders that were supposed to be killed. There was supposed to be An insurrection, an overthrowing of the incoming administration. Civil war has happened on this soil. Wars of all kinds have happened and are happening. Gas prices, climate change. Food prices, inflation. Societies have and can break down. They've made movies about it. And I haven't seen it, but I think The Purge is is one of them. I don't know what Squid Game was about or any of those. But I, I know, historically, empires have fallen. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's only been 50 to 70 real empires in the course of human history. Okay, think Roman Empire, Holy Roman Empire, British Empire. There's many empires. We've learned about some of them in history class. Now they're really more, not empires, more nation states. Right, there's no real empires per se. But what would you do if alert came across your phone and the White House was blown up, the Capitol was blown up, all of our so-called leaders were dead or missing, and that trickled down. Because it's way more us than it is law enforcement. They would hold it down for a while. But your federal law enforcement would break down. Then the state level. Then your local level. Your municipality. Whatever city or rural area. Municipality or suburban area. City area. Doesn't matter where you live. 
There's no authorities to protect you. And I'm a black man in America, so it's not like I'm really getting all that protection anyway. Let's keep it 100. But let's just say the authorities. And all of a sudden, it's a lawless land. It's just a matter of days and weeks before the grocery stores are just no longer being supplied because the supply chain is disrupted. Maybe the local water treatment place keeps working or not. What you going to do? What are we going to do if we get that call that, that, that it's all on smartphones, right? We probably get that, that alert. That the bombs are in the sky. Nuclear war has started and the bombs are in the sky. Now, these are surprising events, right? Just like 9-11, just like Pearl Harbor, just like January 6th. Surprises. The unexpected. Right now, there are only five permanent members of the United Nations Security Council. The UN Security Council consists of China, France, the Russian Federation, United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, otherwise known as the UK, and us, the United States of America. Hmm? China and Russia get down. UK, eh, kind of in the middle, but they're kind of down with us. France is down with us. So it's basically three against two. And then there's other nation states out there. But we're talking the ones with the nuclear joints, right? Syrians trying to get nukes. North Korea supposedly has nukes. But what I'm saying is man is man. Humans do human shit. And if you look at history, humans are unpredictable. Anything can happen at any time. So while we go about our everyday peaceful lives, and as I talked about my last episode, the good people, the good of us, the ones that I would want to survive and continue, and I'm not hating on nobody, but the world could be much better off without the bad people, the evil people, the murderers, the rapists, the killers. But what you going to do? You get that text, that alert, your phone goes off. Nuclear war has started. Bombs are in the air. We launched. They launched. They launched. Hmm? Asteroids heading for Earth. Society structure has broken down. Climate change has affected the weather. Now there are earthquakes everywhere. Volcano goes off. Ash is going up in the sky. We ain't going to see the sun for 45 years. We will not be panicked. I told you earlier, my I, I, I'm not trying to panic anybody. I'm giving you these hypothetical scenarios, these what ifs to make you think, to make you become aware, to possibly construct a plan. Like I said, I'm not sponsored. I'm not selling survival packs. I'm not even putting a link in the show notes to any particular preparedness website. That's up to you to do how you want to do it. 
I will later on suggest some things that you may want to do. I'll tell you some things that I'm doing and the things that I want to do to try to save my life and my family's life, my loved one's lives. But you don't really hear people talking about this. There are some shows out there that they drop people off in the middle of nowhere. There's stuff like that out there. So the information is out there if you look for it. But it's not something that's talked about. Here in America, especially, we don't really talk about death. Sex itself is is taboo. Many other cultures around the world, and we are a small fraction of the world population. 300 plus million in a world of 6 to 8 billion people. But there are people that accept death as part of life. There are people out there that are free sexually. Lots and lots of people. But here to speak about this type of stuff is, is no one will talk about it. Nobody wants to think about it. And I get it. I get it. Who wants to think about trying to survive? Who wants to think about death? I've done an episode called Death. Check it out. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to panic you. So don't. Just relax. Relax. But being prepared. The old Boy Scout motto. Be prepared. You know those scouts. And I've never been in the Boy Scouts. But. And I'm really I'm not a fan of Girl Scout cookies. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just a side note. When I said scouts. It made me think of Girl Scouts too. I, overrated cookies. There's a lot of better cookies out there. Yo don't judge me. If you like them thin mints. Go ahead. Do you. Or whatever other joints they like. My wife likes them. So it's a 50% household. My son probably likes them because he just, it's a cookie. So what kids don't like cookies? I know I digress. I have a couple of friends that are Marines or retired Marines. And I was in the military myself. Well, then the Marines though. But the Marines say improvise, adapt, and overcome. Improvise. Adapt and overcome. I say we all adopt those philosophies, those words. And here at the Mike's Opinion Podcast, y'all know. The main reason I started this podcast was to leave an archive of myself for my future generations. For my son, my grandkids, great grandkids, and so on and so on and so on. And hopefully this will live. As long as there's electricity. And 300 years from now, they'll say, great, 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 grandpa Mike had a podcast. Let's see who he was like. I haven't done video podcast yet because to me, that's not a podcast. But again, that's another another subject. I need to, though. I might. Let me know. Mike's Opinion Show, gmail.com. You want me to go video on this? Instead of just audio? Um... Being prepared. Have you ever been prepared for something? Like well prepared. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like 
You have an ace to test because you studied and you went into the test going, yeah, I got this. I got this. I am fully prepared. Huh? You have a, for whatever reason, whether you had an interview or a new job or whatever it is, you ever laid out your clothes the night before, groomed, fresh, got your itinerary ready, and prepared for the next day? It makes things so much easier when your outfit is already laid out. We know what the weather is going to be the next day. We can trust that with the meteorologist. Anything past like 48 hours, I don't know if I trust the meteorologist because they're not genies. They can't, you know, they're not psychics. They don't know the future. They go with algorithms and computers. Anyway, but being prepared for that day or going out on a date, I can get all fresh, clean. You feeling confident and good. You prepared to meet this new person and, and show your representative. Because we don't never show our true self, right? When we first start dating somebody, it's our representative. It's our best person. I'll be up being prepared for making a meal. Now, you see on these cooking shows, you know, they'll say, oh, I need a teaspoon of salt. And the teaspoon is just in a little glass, you know, so they just go, whoop. They don't have to measure nothing. Have you ever cooked like that? I'm Listen. None of us do. We don't do it, right? Well, most of us do it. I don't do it often. But when I do do it and I'm prepared to make that meal, I've got everything laid out and pre-measured. It's wonderful. And when me and my wife or my wife and I, I should say, when we do it and make a meal plan for the week. Yo. And on some occasions back in my day, I when I was a single dude, I would cook for the week. Basically, on Sunday, I would do a lot of meal prep and breakfast, lunch, and dinner was already laid out, was ready to go. All I had to do was warm it up. And it was good. I was good. Being prepared is so useful. It's so wonderful. And of course, there are some things that I don't care how hard you try. There's no preparing for. And that's like the death of someone you truly love. Like even if you know it's coming. And I've experienced this personally. And growing up in the streets in New York, particularly Harlem and the Bronx, been around a lot of death, seen deaths up close and personal on many occasions. So I became familiar with mortality early in life. But there are certain people that you love so much that you truly love that that loss, no matter if they were sick for months and you knew it was inevitably coming, it still broke you. It still broke your heart. And that sadness never goes away. Excuse me. That sadness only gets dull. You know, when it first happens, it's sharp like a razor blade. But the sharpness gets duller and duller 
with passing time where it becomes bearable and livable and doesn't cut you. You know. You know what? I got something else you can't prepare for. If the people are good at it and you really don't know, you can't prepare for a surprise birthday party for you. Huh? Can you? Nope. You sure can't. As long as nobody let let the, the out the bag, they ain't spill the beans, as they say, and you have no clue, and you just think you're going somewhere, or you coming home, and surprise, and oh shit, you didn't really didn't know what's happening. You can't prepare for that because you didn't know that shit was happening. The things I'm talking about today, again, I hope none of it ever happens, and we live. Happily ever after and medical advances give us longer lives and we maintain and find creative ways to clean our water and you know, supply food to everyone and shelter and, and we find a way to work it out. Sadly, it just doesn't seem like it's going that way. So, preparation. Say, so, yo, Mike. I feel you. I hear what you're saying, but what can I do? How can I prepare? Hmm? Well, like I said, I'm not going to send you to any particular place. You can get the specifics on your own. I um, will put a few links again if I remember. I've been better. I've been better. I've been I've been remembering to put the links. Put the links. So you if you want to just click on the links and start with give you some kind of starting point. So but like I said I'm not getting kickbacks. I'm not getting paid from anybody for anything. Please support the show. The first thing that we can do because I don't want to say you we in this together. Is strengthen your resolve and ability to remain calm. You hear this. I don't know if you've ever been in any life-threatening situations or, you know, movies or the news or wherever. Remain calm. Because we're irrational when we panic. We are irrational when we panic and when we freak out. We don't make the best choices. Try to do things too quickly even though it's, it's important to be quick sometimes, but don't panic. Don't freak out. Okay? Remain calm and try to focus. Another thing we can do is network. You probably heard that before. There's network marketing. There's different um, networks. Uh, we're listening through a, probably a Wi-Fi network right now, right? There are networks, but the type of network I'm talking about is people. People that are on your same frequency. People that are on your same wavelength. People that think like you. That have common goals, common bonds. And again, I'd like to think I'm referring to the good people. I'd like to think those are the only ones that would survive. Sadly, not. But networking can be helpful. And uh, I'll tell you why in just a second. 
positive vibes and prayer. I don't know, you know, some people call it prayer. Some people call it positive vibes. Some people call it thinking positive. Whether you believe in a higher power, whether you believe something created us and this reality, like today, the first pictures came out from the James Webb telescope and I want to make that a screensaver. I want to put a picture up on my wall. This is the first picture publicly released anyway from the James Webb and, and it's phenomenal. They said it could see so far back and you see all of these distant galaxies and it fascinates me because I wonder who's out there. What's living out there? Are there peaceful people that have figured that out? But I say pray. For lack of a better word, it's the positive vibes. Pray. Network. Pray. Stay calm. Three things we can do initially if shit hits the fan, as they say. Whether it be a natural disaster, man-made disaster, those two categories cover a lot. I mentioned them earlier. Of things where our, completely our lives change. From that day forward to a different life, a different type of life. Now, those are things along with being relentless and determined to survive. You ever heard a medical person being laid out in the hospital or a cancer patient and the the doctor says that they're fading or have passed and that they, they just didn't have the will? To survive, they gave up. They they just didn't want to do it no more. Well, in a survival situation, you can't think like that. You can't be like that. You have to be relentless. Can't stop, won't stop. You have to keep going no matter what. Those are four things that I implement or will implement if the time comes and that I do just in my general everyday life. The next ones I'm about to mention are things that came from my research. As y'all know, I do research for all my episodes and I find, you know, I just think so much. I, I found myself going in different, different, uh, different directions as usual. And cause it's all connected, right? Everything is everything. But when it comes to preparedness, Disaster preparedness. There are people out there called preppers. Like this is, this is what they do. And they've been doing it for years. There's probably been a show about this. There's a show about everything, right? Like if you search for gnat farts, like little gnats, like you see the swarm, like do they fart? There's probably a show out there about it. Are we bored? With life. Anyway, I digress. One of the first things to do in preparedness is identify hazards in the home. Before you venture out, if you have to leave, before you do anything. The second is learn first aid and CPR. That sounds scary, right? But if you've had a baby and taken these birthing classes, 
If you've ever been in an organization that required you, CPR classes are not that uncommon. First aid classes are not that uncommon. Being able to dress a wound, maybe to do a stitch, to disinfect a wound, to bring somebody back to life whose heart has stopped. These kind of things, these kind of skills can be very useful. That knowledge can be very useful. Next is develop an emergency evacuation plan. Know where you're going to go. Know where you're going to go if you get separated. My family and I live traditional roles. I still am in partnership with my life, but I think there's certain things that the man should do. That sounds archaic to some, sounds old-fashioned. One of the things my wife would prefer not to do that I do is take out the trash. Huh? Does she do it on occasion? Yes. But I mostly do it. The trash and the recycle I take out. I have us do drills. Once or twice a year, we run through the drills. And I mean go through the motions. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes at max. Max, usually about 10 minutes. Fire. Flood. Home invasion. Those are the basic three things we prepare for. So it's second nature. We don't have to guess what to do. We know what to do. Because if you stay ready, guess what? You don't have to get ready. So my very young son knows where to go. We also live in Tornado Alley. If there's a tornado, all of a sudden you hear a freight train and the windows explode and the roof is coming off. He knows where to go. We all know where to go and what to do. Immediately, we've practiced. We've rehearsed. We've prepared. And those seconds and minutes matter when it comes to reacting. So establishing a disaster meeting place and contact Like, how would you contact with somebody if the phone's not working? If the network is down, the phone network is down, we don't have no cell phones. And you go, oh, we said we're going to meet over here. We'll meet over there. Instead of just randomly looking and being lost and nobody knows how to do smoke signals no more. Nobody rocks with the homing pigeon. So you can't get a trained pigeon, put a note and, and tell it to go to you. A lot of people don't have short band radios, I think it's called. Short wave radios, I think it's called. CB radios, short wave radios. Not a lot of us communicate in Morse code. Might be useful to learn that shit, actually. Another thing you can do is prepare adequate water and food supplies. Once again, there are prepper worlds out there. They have tablets that can pure, pretty much purify standing water, you know, contaminated water. There are purification kits that allow you to make your urine drinkable. I've heard stories of survival where people drink their urine. People lost their sea because you can't drink the salt water. It'll kill you. Sounds disgusting. I would rather not. And I don't judge. But I know there are people that are into that for 
pleasurable reasons. Go on with your bad self. I don't judge people. Whatever you into, you into. I'm not into that. Store emergency supplies. Pets. Pets are part of the family for me. Grew up with them. Always have been. They are literally a part of my family. I would never abandon them if things went crazy. So plan, when you prepare your food and water, plan for them too. You can prepare for that disaster in a vehicle, disaster at work, disaster at home, disaster at school. Make these plans. Give it a little bit of your time. Just in case. Just in case. You'll be prepared because if you stay ready, you don't have to what? That's right. Get ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready because you ready. Now, like I told you with the drills that I do in my house, it's important. Once you have these things in place to practice them, modify them accordingly. And maintain them. So if you've got some MREs. Which are meals ready to eat. Or some stuff that only had a four year shelf life. And it's been sitting somewhere in a backpack. For five years. You might want to go ahead and refresh that. You may want to add. If there's a new windable flashlight. A disaster radio. They have these radios that can charge your phone, give you communication through the radio, give you a flashlight, do all these things in one device. Make sure it still works. Make sure you got batteries for it if it also takes batteries. I'm not telling you none of this to scare you. I'm not telling you this because I know something's coming. I don't. I'm telling you this because in the state of things on earth, with things that have happened in history, past and recent history, I think it's smart. I think it's real. I think it's best to face these uncomfortable possibilities and take a little time to invest in you and your family's potential survival. Being prepared is a good thing. Can you think of any time being prepared for something is bad? I can't. Because being prepared is useful. Being prepared for something can make that thing better, easier. And for what I'm talking about right now, Being prepared can save you and your loved one's life, or at the very least, extend it. I care. 
So this is why I'm talking about this. If you stay ready, you do not have to get ready. Stay ready. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mike's Opinion Podcast. As always, I hope you're doing okay out there. I always ask you, please support the show. If you want to reach out to me, you can do Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Shoot me an email 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anytime you want Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. It's always in the show notes if you happen to forget it. Or you could DM me, PM me, IM me, hit me up, all the M's. Holla at me. Now you feel Share the show If you got a few coins You want to throw me something So I can help grow the show That would be greatly appreciated too I do hope you're okay And I hope we don't need none of this preparedness I really do But just in case we do Stay Ready This is the Mike's Opinion Podcast I'm Mike Thank you so much for listening Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. Unleashed.